Hello, welcome back to my channel. I'm Astro Honey, and today's topic we are going to discuss is fear. Now, fear is a really big one because at our core, emotionally and vibrationally, there's only really two giant frequencies we all be operating out of or that exist in this paradigm if you believe in the concept of just simply duality or just emotions and the basic as simple emotions are love and fear. And it's not to say to be loved means you don't have fear. It means that there is a balance within yourself, right? Balance means you're balancing, I guess, if you think of like the Libra scales, two things. And that's where the concept of duality comes from. But with these two frequencies come layered and more complex versions like happiness, anger, sadness, you know, reactions of when we're hurt, reactions of when we're excited and we're leaning too much into something. And when we lean too much into something, it's because we have a fear that it's not going to last. And our self-sabotaging habits are fear-based. And it's not even like, wow, you do so much healing and you no longer have fear. It's like acknowledging that the fear still exists within you. And even re recognizing and realizing that different versions of you will be afraid of what's next to come. Because... Your current version could definitely be well-prepared, have learned a bunch of things, apply it. But you can still feel this fear like there's a big piece of you or some part of you that's terrified. And it's not even the current version. It's these past versions. These past versions that got hurt. These past versions that, you know, experienced what not getting your basic needs has felt like and just refuse to try to go through that and in response or maybe not even response is the right word maybe we react in ways that give us a false sense of control and give us a false sense of oh if I can control pain then I can control my timeline if I can willingly know that this is going to hurt me then at least I'm in charge of my pain But then we get caught in these comfortable cycles because the pain of the unknown becomes predictable and welcoming because the terror of what's yet to come is new. And the newness is what's scary because what if all your needs were met? What if you were just allowed to exist wholly without searching for anything externally? Knowing and trusting that you're taken care of and that you are not using anything to fill some void, a hole. You're just appreciating everything in its entirety. You are fully present because you choose to be present. Because you realize that this is the gift, this moment, 
in time is where you exactly need to be. And if you have an awareness of time jumping, time traveling, psychic visions, intuition, it is hard. As someone who has loved to live in the past and dream of the future, I hated my present. I refused to be present. I was always in my headspace. I was trying to live a different life in another realm, not realizing that I had chosen this life, this version for a reason. And then when I realized I did that, I used that power to help myself choose the right choices, pick the right timeline, be on the right frequency of getting all that I know and want and deserve. And that's a lot harder <laughs> to do because when I get presented with familiar toxicity, with my commitment issues, with my quote-unquote want of freedom because I'm terrified of I guess truly being happy, just truly existing with no worry, with moving so forcefully, I have no shame or guilt. And I think what really prevents me is that I would feel guilty not living a life with guilt. And that just sounds weird <laughs> coming out of my mouth. But I've always growing up had this shame for not feeling guilty when I was supposed to feel guilty if that makes sense like I know growing up I could have been perceived and had been perceived as like this really hard to love kind of bitch-esque thing just because I had strong boundaries and I said no and I didn't want to save face I was strong and then I said no when my no is a no it's a no and then I would reflect back and be like, man, I know I should feel guilty about saying no, but I don't. And as I keep continue to embrace my fear and move not fearlessly, but with it, like even though I feel fear, I do it anyways kind of vibe. I see the struggle of my loved ones around me and I see kind of like the jealousy that lives amongst them. And when I try to encourage it, there's resistance and then I have to go into the, I have to honor where they're at, blah, blah, blah. It's their journey, not mine kind of thing. It's just... Because I'm so compassionate and because I care so much about the people I love about, it kind of hurts to see them stay stuck when I... move so forcefully in life and I get the resentment from it and I get the projections and that in turn can make me feel a little bad sad and guilty for living to my truest potential aiming for exactly what my heart wants not you know allowing myself to succumb to societal expectations and familial expectations and traditions that came from trauma conditions and you know feeling like I'm hurting people for just loving myself when it's I'm not hurting them it's just 
a reflection of how much hurt that there still is and that still exists and I don't want to judge anyone for their own perspective and circumstances it just sucks and the unknown is so terrifying like I am completely petrified at this time and I am trying so hard to not lean into my self-sabotaging habits to go and just exist fully in my escapism because I feel such a transformation coming and there are parts of me that are so resistant to it but yet there are parts of me that are so open to it. So this internal struggle I feel is different than the other times because I am resistant in my own or to my own resistance. And it's interesting to experience because I know and have applied these quote-unquote healthy habits. And I just have to remind myself to stay soft and give grace and to choose those habits. And if I don't have the energy to quite yet, that's okay. I don't have to do everything at a quick, fast pace. I can move slowly, move with grace, and take my time. Because I've learned what's meant for me doesn't miss, and it shows up, and it's, you know, after I accept what true bliss can feel and look like, and recognize that my bare minimum exists, so my high expectations do as well. I just really almost settled for a life of complacency because I really just said yes to what I truly needed in my life and that terrified me. And I was afraid of being alone and so when a karmic toxic person showed up, I said yes and I fully embraced them and lessons were learned but also embracing them forced me to fully embrace myself because I knew I was lacking in some department and yet I couldn't truly figure it out on my own on how to do it and I knew in my core it wasn't supposed to be by myself and all these experiences taught me that what I had asked for showed up on my doorstep I just had to filter through what is the most important aspects characteristics that I truly my heart really wants and seeks because I've gotten all I've asked for and yet the right combination when they don't match the thing I'm like oh no this isn't meant for me but I try to love them through it anyways and I used to try to extend the expiration date but as I keep owning myself and holding myself accountable I am no longer staying in things two and a half years past the expiration date staying in things three months too long recognizing that the energy is shifting and it's no longer fun so we go on to talk about it and cut it off right then and there especially when I see 
what's in front of me and what could be and I actually should make space for it. And that terrifies me that I'm actively doing this because some part of me is also insanely proud. And I get so emotional because I'm experiencing what this universe really feels like. This spherical, emotional, chaotic waves of love and fear. And it just makes me so appreciative for everything that's ever happened. Which sounds like toxic positivity, but it is truly not. I've really, really, really have worked so hard in releasing all the unsaid resentment of when I try to keep the peace, of when I self-sacrificed myself for the sake of others. And I had to realize where that came from and that that came from the purest part of me, but people took advantage of it. And so I became resentful. And then I started using others for the same thing. And I'm just like, that's not me. I hate that I do that. So I stop. And it's just scary because it's new. But it feels so good. As in, this is what I was supposed to be doing all along. And to break these programmings, these various matrix, these webs, these chains, these lies, these habits takes a lot of work and sometimes it feels like I backtrack but I am only human and sometimes you have to backtrack to pick up what you left And sometimes you have to backtrack to look at things from a different perspective. And that allows you to exhale. Because you can view something at a different angle and realize maybe it wasn't as bad as you thought. Or maybe it wasn't as good as you thought. And you can just see reality as the totality. And that really life is all but a perspective. It's a choice. And I'm not saying evil doesn't exist out there, but you can choose how to respond to it. The chaos loves when we just emotionally react without thinking because we're not balanced in our response. You can use fear to help you move with caution. To not be overcome with something because then you might be acting out of a fear-based thing. If you are, you know, moving from a place of lack. If you think, oh, this isn't going to last, I'm going to lean into it. And you can even take the hardest life lessons and just love on them and... Hope for the best outcome ever. And usually when I speak from my heart, 
that moment of truth is true and it gives the best outcome ever. If I don't speak from resentment, if I speak from love, it can really feel like all of this came from above, you know? So below, let's get spiritual on this and rhyme with the flow. But, you know, it's choices. And fear does lend to self-sabotaging behaviors. And, you know, a lot of us have reached a level where we recognize that we self-sabotage. And, get, and of course, the first step is always awareness. But it's those next steps that are the hardest. Yes, you're aware. And now what? What do you do with that information? Do you just go, mm, yep, that's who I am. Ha ha ha. Or are you actually going to do something about it, change it, or flip your perspective about it? In life, we have a choice to... Live selfishly or live in harmony. And to really feel the full benefits of this life, I've learned that it's a balance between the two. And that's why intention matters the most. Because I know my past lifetimes and other things when I've been my most powerful, my intention was purely selfish and it was only for the benefit of me and it was in the most sinful ways of greed and gluttony and pride and how I just wanted an excess because my ego was said yes this is what bliss is and then I got it stripped and taken away from me and in other lifetimes I know what it's like to fully only commit to the collective to seek out harmony externally and that sucked So then the flip would be of both is to meet in the middle because you can do both. And in this lifetime, I'm recognizing what that looks and feels like for myself and how in seeking what I want with my purest intentions, it does benefit my collective. And yes, I will come up against obstructions because... I'm figuring it out. I'm not living life by somebody else's expectations and rules. I am doing it in my own accordance. I am figuring out my own set of rules. I am being disciplined. I am being consistent. I am not giving up. I'm being persistent. I am fighting not just for me. But for the sake of others. And finding that balance. Or actually not even finding that. Recognizing that prioritizing me in the purest way. Is actually allowing me to prioritize my community and loved ones at the same respect. That is the balance. 
to recognize how your individuality is really connected to the collective and it's not hyper-independence and it's not hyper-codependence. It's an interdependence because we are one of each other and not of another. And it's a hard thing to explain unless you've experienced it yourself. But it's really like a beehive or an ant colony. Everyone has their respective parts, but they're a bigger function. Like bees serve to provide fruit and vegetables for humans. Ants help. Um, I don't want like take out the trash. You know, they eat our leftovers. They keep the earth clean, quote unquote. It's just... For me to want to be present, I had to fully be appreciative of everything. And it's not being in a toxic way where I never acknowledge my anger and I never acknowledge my resentment and all my hurt. It's taking me a long time to figure out how to give my space, myself space and grace to do that in a way that's not hurting me, in a way that's not hurting others but fully acknowledges and expresses myself. And then in ways that I can do it, that can encourage others because I think healing is free, should be free. And when we share ourselves with others and not just physically, we heal in community together collectively because we realize we are not alone in our struggle and that it's normal to not always be happy and that sometimes you really just do need a hug whether it's a hug from yourself or whether it's a hug from someone who truly cares about you or even a hug from a stranger The choice to recognize that you truly matter and what you want truly matters and what your heart truly wants. That's scary. That is so scary. It's terrifying because your life probably will change so much. And at first it might feel for the worst, but trust me when I say it gets better. And it'll surprise you in ways you didn't believe existed for yourself. So the name of the game isn't to banish fear. It's to learn how to embrace it. And to learn how to make fear not your enemy, but part of your crew, one of your best friends. Because the most dangerous human beings are the ones who embrace their shadows. And love on all parts of themselves. Equally or intermittently. Because sometimes you got to love on one more than the other. As it balances and it rotates. But no one's ever really forgotten. When you can love your demons. And you can make peace with your shadows. And you embrace your fear. 
you are unstoppable. Because really then, no one or nothing can stop you because you have broken free from even your own limitations. And I think that is so beautiful. And thank you for bearing with me and being on this emotional ride we call life. I'm going to end this here. But do it even if you're afraid. Because some people never try at all. Thank you for listening. I'm Astro Honey, and I will see you around next time. Thank you. Bye.